0: This is the EMG Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Mike and Brian, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Okay. (laughs) I don't know how Mike responds to that. Mike, how you doing? Hey, (laughs) Van. All right, everybody. This is the Music Matters Podcast, which is powered by Elegant Music Group EMG. That's us. That is the squad. And I have two of the... Best people for this topic uh, we're going to talk about today, uh, about reading the room. I like that. This is really, really cool. I don't think people really understand what goes into this, so we're going to dive into these details, and uh, we'll get started. So Brian, yes, you are the executive event host here, one of the executive event hosts who DJs. How many weddings do you do a year, Brian, or events?
1: Uh, Well over 100, I would say. At least uh, 52 weeks in a year, at least two a weekend, so Mm
0: -hmm. that's over 100. There's math. And uh,
2: Mikey.
0: Hi. (laughs) Sorry. You do a bunch of events. (laughs)
1: Wow. Yeah, Mike.
2: And here's Mike. And also Mike is here. Mike, uh, yeah. So I am the band leader Mm -hmm. for Cityscape in the Park, having a horn. And also the room reader. uh, Yep. Uh, I call the set and I read the room. Uh, Cityscape this year has about 40 events on the books. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I am out hosting events and working with our DJs, probably another... I don't know, 30, 40 times. So yeah, I'm, I'm in least. the
0: 80, 80 events yeah. uh, range. I like that's to cute. lighten my schedule yeah, a cute. little. You got a lot of stuff going on, yeah. which is great. So let's just dive right into it. Basically, I want to have you guys explain what like, kind of a definition of the, the phrase reading a room is. So Mike, let's start with you. Okay.
2: Uh, reading the room is the ability to look at And see who is in the room uh, from a like sort of age, ethnicity, cultural, um, seeing who's in the room and then making a judgment call um, musically on what is going to make for the best party in that particular room at that particular time. Okay, that's how I would define it. Yeah. Nice soundbite, Brian. What do you think it is?
1: Uh, reading a room is taking the psychological aspects of playing music at an event. I think is understanding, like Mike said, the demographic of what's going on in front of you. It's really your research and development um, Ooh. aspect of it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's reading the room. That's exactly what it is.
0: Yeah. The it's funny you guys both use the term psychological because I I do think it has a lot to do with what is going on in the minds of you're you're basically mind readers. For, for what's going on on the dance floor. You're trying to get into people's heads on what they're kind of grooving to and what they were groove to next, right? Yeah. That'd be like trying, a fair assessment. Yeah, definitely trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, it's important to know how to read a room and, and we get a lot of questions asked uh, to us. Can, you know, how do they do this? The, are, are they, is the, are they reading the room with the people that are dancing? Do they call sets like on, on the fly or mm-hmm. do they go in with a game plan? So, obviously, that is super important. So, how does reading a room affect a party? It's
2: everything. I mean, it. you could take the same 50 songs that are going to be played in the night, reorder them, call them in the what I would perceive to be the incorrect order, and you're not going to have a good party. Mm-hmm. You take those same 50 songs performed by the same DJ or band, uh, call them in the right order to what that particular room needs on that particular night, and it's an epic party that people are talking about forever.
1: Yeah, it's fine tuning what you are playing to your environment and your atmosphere yeah. is really what it is. Mm. It's
0: right, so it's so to answer your question, Mike, it's it's everything. Yeah, yeah, it's not just you know we're gonna get into this. It's, it's there is a difference between the iPod, you know, you making a playlist and. And then actually doing it in real time, so it's tailored, it's custom tailored. You know, speaking about playlists, right? So we have a, a nice process, a very thorough process when we when we plan with our couples, uh, going through song selection, music selection. And if you haven't taken a chance to look at our last podcasts on music selection for your ceremony, cocktail reception, or after party, I definitely advise you guys to do so. This would help, kind of, with this one. Um, so, Brian, do you prefer to get? a lot of that information up front from your clients or you like going off the cuff?
1: It's a little bit of both. So I like with my Couples, particularly, is talking about things you definitely do want to hear, things you don't want to hear. Um, I always like to use the analogy of, of building a sandcastle together, right? So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you have different piles and colors of sand, and you tell me, don't use this pink sand. And I still have to build that sandcastle mm-hmm. just without using that. So, I think with talking about what you do want to hear and what you don't want to hear gives me the direction. And then it's on my creative talent to, you know, mix all my songs in key and, and beat match everything, but also. Um, kind of pinpoint and and scientifically choose what song I want to play next based on what's happening right mm-hmm. in front of me. Every time I play a song, I look up and I see what happens. I see right who leaves the dance floor, who comes to the dance floor, and it's it. That's a constant read throughout the night of developing what you're going to play next. Right?
0: Yeah, and I, I see that Mike does that a lot too. Like sometimes I see him just staring blankly out from the band, <laughs> and I'm just like, what the heck is this guy doing? And really, it's um. I think it's it's some of the songs I, I feel like Mike does, um, is used to feel what the crowd is doing. Like some songs are like tester songs, yeah, like you know, yeah. in a sense, uh, from a live music sense. Mike, what do you think?
2: Well, I'll I'll go back to something I wanted to touch on. Brian said it's it's tailored. It's a tailored playlist. I could tailor a playlist ahead of the party, but I think it's being tailored like in the moment that's that's Mm. the the key Mm. right because i could put all your favorite tunes in a playlist but it's it's calling them at the right time right so um i actually just had a, a finals meeting earlier today with a couple and on their do not play they listed uh 80s music so i i said now is that like 80s traditional like synth music or is that like all 80s and what they really meant was no we just don't want like super old music being played Oh, okay. Because I want to dance with somebody, I know it at yeah, the right guess, point in the night is gonna is gonna hit hard. Anything Michael Jackson like that is eighties, right? So, so it's digging, it's trying to talk to the clients, it's getting an understanding of what exactly it is they mean. But then it's just reading the room from a live music mm-hmm. sense. Um, like you mentioned, I might be setting up for something later. There, there's a transition that Cityscape um, that we arranged that goes from Cheryl Lynn "Got to Be Real" into uh, Lady Marmalade and it is it's a it's a banger and i guarantee you that if i told the clients that i was sitting down with like at their finals meeting like hey i'm going to play these two songs they'd be like those aren't really like big hits or whatever but i'm not telling them how we're going to do it when i'm going to do it why i'm going to do it and those are all things i think those are the intangibles that either people uh, entertainment professionals either have or don't have. Yes, it's I just want to expand yeah, upon that for a second. The reason why we do those and I I will typically do them right after a slow tune up in the beginning of the evening mm. to open up like a first dance set is because the transition is really good. It's going to win over older people, it's going to win over younger people, and the transition itself, and you'd have to hear it, but the transition itself is what's going to build the excitement. For what we're gonna do three songs later, because
0: mm. at that point I need the party at a fever pitch. It's almost like a chess match. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're you're trying, thinking trying, a few moves ahead. Yeah, yeah, right. So, going off that intangible, Mike, you were talking about intangibles. Is it like a feeling that you guys get, like, for the inspiration to choose the correct song, or is it, or, or is it like an energy? Like, what do you, what are you guys thinking?
1: Well, I think it's, uh, it's more of like going, going off your gut, or just like being in that moment. You know, we we play a song for a reason and it's I I would say it's the feeling you know or just understanding what's going on on the dance floor you know like Mm -hmm. it's it's being present in the moment and just playing the right thing at the right time so I would you know to wrap that up all in one I'd say yeah it's just you know we've done this we do this often Um, we know what works and what doesn't work and it's it's all based upon you know kind of Time and place. Yeah, when you asked me to come in to talk about
2: this topic, I was like, "Oh, that's really cool because I do that well." But I don't know how I do it. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I've been doing it since I am twelve years old, so I am sure I am drawing on experience. But it is a feeling. It's a. I, I have a hard time putting it into into words.
0: So I am. That's terrible for a podcast, but <laughs> it's just like no, because I it, I I feel like it is. It's a feeling that you can't get unless you are actually doing it. Yeah, and I will
2: tell you this, as a gambler. They'll say like, <laughs> that's a weird transition. <laughs> yes. but as a gambler, you'll never remember like all your winning nights. You'll remember like a few of the bad, like the losing mm. hands or mm-hmm. the losing roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all the great transitions I've called, but I remember the bad ones. Yeah. And that's going to help you. It's, it's going to help me moving forward. There's in, in the whole time Cityscape's been around, there is one time I called the wrong song and I still beat myself up over it. Now, in actuality, it lasted about 30 seconds. Hey, I don't I remember
0: that. What was that song?
2: uh i i don't remember what the song was but i remember the trend like the where we were in the night um it was like maybe hand clap or like it was something like that we don't often play mm. but i was like this room's gonna love this mm. and i did it and i was like oh no oh, man no i don't beat myself up over that <laughs> or if you, know? you try
1: a new song and you're like yes this is the perfect yeah. time to try it and it just like it's on the radio but it hasn't caught on yet yeah and, like you know but
2: I mean Mike what am I calling we, we go in with a game plan you yeah. know this is kind of what this this client likes this is the music they have to hear and now it's mm-hmm. up to us like Brian said to like fill in the blanks mm-hmm. but it's a game plan I mean I go in and I, I change on the fly we'll go into a set knowing okay this is the song we're gonna start with but like two, or two or three songs in, I'm I'm calling on the fly. because yeah. I'm reading the room.
0: And as the night progresses, it, the the setlets, the set lets, because they're smaller lists, are being put together in, in bigger chunks. Because then you've already figured out. basically what the what the crowd wants yeah you know what's gonna
1: work i mean it starts out
0: yeah because it starts out like one song after one song and then all of a sudden it becomes three four songs five songs in a row because you guys both understand like okay i got it
1: yeah yeah once you know your crowd you you know what to play you know it's i as on the dj side of things i mean I, I can confidently say I have no idea what I'm going to play until about two and a half minutes before I have to play it. Right, and I change my mind about five or six times yes. and load up different songs and then go back to my original because in that span of two minutes, things could change. Things on time, change, right? you yeah. know. So it's like you can't pre-program what you're going to play because you
0: don't know what's about to happen in those those pivotal moments. You know, so <laughs> it, it's funny because we're, we, I'm sure Mike can attest this when I back you as your assistant. I I see what goes through your head, but not by what you're talking, by what you're loading up and putting down. What you're yeah. loading up and putting. <laughs> yeah. your I sit there and I scroll, and I'm yeah. like, so yeah. just
1: pick a song, or like you'll give me a song, and you like play this. I'm like, yes, great idea. Like, I'm like, oh no 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 no. It that's looks fine. like
2: every scene from like a be- like when a
0: coder is like breaking <laughs> yeah. into the the bombs. Yeah. You, know? you would think yeah, yeah, you
1: would think I'm rewriting code, yeah. and the that's why it's button. important
0: to have somebody else there. You know, yeah, I, I know I mean, Mike, you always go to me like, you know, this song or like, or I'll say, is it, I'll just go down the list of the set list and Mike will like nod no and then to point to another song or tell me the song in the monitors. But it's always good to have somebody else there. And Brian, you were talking about before, you know, you, you're not, not really sure what song you want to pick, you know, except for like two 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 and a half minutes per prior, but that also has to do a lot with the timeline. So for example, let's just use an example here really quickly. Let's say you've got him up dancing after dinner. And you're not sure whether you're gonna stop them at dessert time or you're gonna just go right through it. So I'll tell you at dessert time right? I mean, yeah. I got,
2: I have to, re- I, I don't go in with that idea. Some rooms, like but you, you go in knowing
0: whether that's going to happen or not, right? Like you, well, you're, you're anticipating. No,
2: I, I go in with, uh, with a measured guess. Yeah. And I say, okay, it's a Friday night. Uh, these people are coming from work. It might take them a little bit longer to get going. Mm-hmm. So I'm anticipating that they're going to want to, con- they're going to be like up and ready and dance through dessert on right. a Saturday wedding. You anticipate that they might be Partied out by dessert time, and they need fifteen minutes just to, like, a natural break. Grab a drink, right? Grab dessert, go so, to the bathroom. Yeah, but who knows if I if I do a Saturday wedding and the people are still rocking, I'm just gonna play through that little. Low, yeah. You know?
1: yeah there's plenty of times where you know I have this idea in my head that dessert's coming up and I'm gonna gear it down and it's just going and the energy's this, just there and the maitre d comes up I'm like yo can you give me another 10 and they're yeah. like yeah absolutely because right. it's or if it was the other way I'd be like yeah cake in five let's do that or yep. you know push it back I, that's sometimes the
2: hardest thing with reading a room is working with a maitre d when you're reading it and you have them like in the palm of your hand yes and oh, then man. they come to you and it's like and now it's time for uh, cake yeah, yeah. And I, it's tough and
1: it just kills me because I, like you said, planning you to three get there, yeah. songs yeah. ahead, I mm-hmm. know that I'm building up to that fever pitch, that moment, that yeah. drop, that song, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's just interrupted. And yeah, it's like, that's why it's, no, it's, stop
0: it. And yeah, like, that's why it's important. You know, that's why when you know the, most of the venues that we're preferred at, we understand how things work there, which help us, right, help yeah. you guys read that room. So basically... You know, to recap, it's it's obviously not just pressing play when it comes to a DJ, and it's not just playing a set list when it comes to a band. So can you very quickly um, explain why it's worth it to have an event host and a, and a really good band that knows what they're doing or a really good event host DJ that knows what they're doing rather than just me putting an iPad and saving thousands of dollars? Yeah, I'd say ask questions,
2: but it's, it's funny. So like clients will ask me like, well, how do you... You know, how do you get people dancing? And the answer I give is like, I don't know, but I do it. You know, I, I, I yeah. read the room at the time. So d- if you ask those questions and you get those answers, don't be so alarmed. You know, that that to me shows intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody's got like, oh, well, I do this and I do this and it's formulaic. They're lying. It's not going to work. But it's definitely the intangible talent of why you're hiring hiring a professional. Right. You know, if you have a friend that DJs, cool um what are their what's their experience what's their whatever you know like anybody can hit play but it takes talented professionals who have years and years
1: of experience right doing it mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's tom brady is a hall of fame quarterback because of who he is how he calls plays we essentially do the same thing it's we go in with a game plan we go to the line and we call audibles that's how you successfully complete what you're trying to do is being able to be present in the moment be ready to go on the fly in certain directions or if you know your couple comes up to you or whoever's hosting the party comes up and says hey my grandmother's leaving this is her favorite song you need to be able to not just like backspin into that you need to make it natural because you know so i
2: think if i can recap what what i'm hearing is
0: you think i am tom brady i was more thinking i'm (laughs) more along the lines (laughs) of tom brady well listen this has been for me informative too um just because i like getting in the minds of 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 always you know getting better even for me like you know god forbid mike's not there at cityscape and you know it's up to me to kind of choose that set list so um hopefully you guys have learned something that it's so important and can make or break your party uh remember the the investment in your in your entertainment package can really change the way your night's going to go or your day's going to go and uh hopefully we'll see you next time and brian let's lead him with this one stay tuned thank you you can
1: find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at Elegant